0: Welcome to Indian Prairie Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Pease. In today's episode, we will have a conversation about the pathways available for our students. This is an evolving process that looks for ways a student can spend quality time exploring an interest while in our schools. Recently, a great deal of work has begun in our high school electives. And joining us today, we've invited two of the leaders in this area for our district to tell us more about the exciting possibilities for our students. Welcome, Brian and Jen. Will you please introduce yourselves?
1: Hi, I'm Jen Yavorsky, a business education teacher at Nequa Valley High
2: School. And Brian Jovanini, the director of innovation at the district office.
1: Great. Thanks for
0: being here. Let's start the conversation today by defining and describing pathways.
2: So the first thing to kind of really think about when you describe pathways is a group of occupations that have similar skills and knowledge that are grouped together so that uh, students can understand some possibilities for them as they leave our educational system and what are what is out there for them. When we start to define those career opportunities, it's looking at starting from the education level at the elementary school level all the way to high school, then to the community college, and then into the workforce and beyond. So those experiences that a kid could go through and everything that they need to be successful and what that might look like.
1: And to add to that, uh, it could be coursework. It could be uh, the sequence of coursework. Um, Those Courses could be in different departments. Right now, I believe our high school is very departmentalized. So this may include, um, instead of choosing by department, you're choosing by a career pathway, which would include different courses that fit together. Um, you know, for example, if you are going into um Engineering, that may be your future career path. So maybe you are taking some Project Lead the Way engineering courses, but you're also taking a marketing course to help with your uh, sales of some of your um, pitches, of your your ideas. Um, Also beyond the coursework, the experiences, the internships, the uh, partnerships with local businesses, um, there's just so many different opportunities beyond even coursework
2: this data started to come out with some ways in which to define some of those things that Jen talked about. So the first part is that really the career awareness that Jen talked about going to businesses, seeing what it looks like, seeing what a professional does on a daily basis or career fairs, just talking to people. And then some career exploration where you're actually going to do more things. So in some of our classes, our marketing, for example, has done some design challenges. Like here's a project that a marketer might do in their profession. So now they've interacted with professional, kind of built some awareness, but now they're experiencing what that looked like. Some of the prompts that they might get, some of the challenges they run into and then some career development you start looking at internships that Jen talked about, certifications and then beyond probably our high school level uh, the state is kind of defined as the career skills and training and as the economy changed a little bit that's the whole idea of that upskilling and constantly looking for new skills and that'll be an ever evolving process that our kids are going to have to go through of constantly updating their skills and I think we're starting to see that now that even um, our teachers have to go through that of constantly going to professional development and our school improvement days of constantly upskilling ourselves as we go through.
0: Mm -hmm. Always learning. Yes. So can you, you started to talk a little bit about it, but can you tell us why you think this is good for our students?
1: Well, just being a classroom teacher and seeing where students' mindset is sometimes different than we think it is. And I think they rely a lot on maybe guidance counselors, teachers, parents, and maybe what they should should take when they start to decide way back in December and January all the way for the next year, what courses. And um, sometimes it's just very, again, departmentalized and you are taking what you think might be best. But if we could help them with a career interest or just what they might be interested in general, what they enjoy, then they can make those decisions based on a final you know, where do we think this is going for your future? What pathway do you want to take? I, it can be just so much more individualized to that student. Um, I don't think that it necessarily has to be one certain pathway for one certain career. There's a, We've looked at a lot of different ways and directions it can go for different students based upon their interest and and future. I do think also that these students don't make these choices Um, just because of knowledge that they don't have. And there's so many choices out there. And if we can help them decide or give them these three pathways, instead of you have to take four years of this, or you must take two years of this, instead of just checking the boxes and seeing the way it could go, branch off almost like a tree, they can choose the different branches. And it can change. I think those branches, those pathways can change as your interests change because they are still kids.
2: And I think Jen hit on the interest change, but really, just I think it's good for kids because as we, uh, as they leave us, we want them to be happy. We hear a lot of studies about kids at college who change majors because they didn't know enough about it, or a 40 or 50 year old changing careers because they just didn't know the other experiences out there. But at the same time, their interests might change. I think that's okay. But To me, it's really just trying to provide kids an experience that they're going to be happy in their career because eight hours a day for 40 years is a long time, so we want them to be happy when they're working. Um, I can remember when my dad told me that, like, you work for a long time. Do something that you want to do. I'm like, okay, I can handle that.
1: And coordinating the internship program and also education, the Intro to Ed Education 2 program, the dual credit with COD, I see firsthand every year the students come in, maybe not knowing what they want to do, maybe thinking I've, I've wanted to teach, be a teacher, I've wanted to do this, whatever that may be, um, go into finance since I was in third grade and I'm going to do this, and then they actually get in and do an internship where they go in and they do some, some shadowing and they think, oh boy, this is not what I thought it was going to be. So I really love, it's very rewarding seeing the students decide yes, I want to be a physical therapist. I've been doing this internship for a year. This is exactly what I want to do. Or gosh, I might not want to do this. And maybe I want to, I'm not going to be a third grade teacher. I'm going to be a school psychologist instead. And they can get that firsthand. And it's not the coursework necessarily. It might be those real authentic experiences that they're in every day.
0: So they're weeding out as much as they're pulling in, um, careers that they want to do. So a lot of people look at pathways and think, oh, I'm deciding the rest of my life as a freshman, but that's really not the case. You want to talk a little bit about some of the changes that you've seen, like kids getting into it and then changing and how is that easy to do at high school? Because we know at college, it's it's pretty difficult to change your major sometimes. Yes. It's okay, but it takes
1: a little bit longer. That is exactly um. What I say first day, internship, education, uh, the first day, what we're exploring. This is exploring. This is finding your pathway. This is changing your pathway. This is completely redirecting, you know, doing a complete um, change in what you think you might want to do. And we see it every year. Um, like I said, I think I want to be a teacher. I want to do. Third grade, that's, I want to teach elementary. Oh, no, I better try high school. You can do two different internships within these pathway um, opportunities. Then sometimes they want, don't want to... I, I'm not, I don't think I want to do anything with kids at all. I, this is not what I thought I wanted to do. Or I want to do a different um, school social work and school psychology is a, is a viable option. Then I also see in the internship program students that think they want to go into business they completely decide i need more maybe human interaction and go into healthcare. Um I had a student this year who was going to be a doctor and she really got into in healthcare then the human resources part of it and really enjoyed the business and HR side of of healthcare and redirected her pathway, her career interest. And you can change it more than once. These are seniors usually that i'm working with. I really would love to see it As Brian said, go more into possibly the younger ages just to start to look at it because you have more opportunity to even explore uh, a lot of different career options if you start earlier.
2: And the nice thing about some of the high school experiences, a lot of the classes are based on semester or year. They can be stacked so that you could have a truly pathway experience like kind of introductory awareness class more in depth. I'm going to experience it a little bit than ultimately to an internship. But at the same time, you could change ship and move to a different experience. And that is totally fine and totally appropriate. And we encourage that because you weeded it out or your interest changed or you had a great summer experience. And so I think that's the nice thing about it. And I, and I, and I just saw an article in the Tribune this weekend where Fewer students are working summer jobs. So it's going to really kind of fall on that educational experience to give them that awareness and exploration time for those different careers.
0: Well, you talked a little bit about um, what you'd like to see. Can you first talk about where we are now in implementation of this?
2: So We've done uh, a lot of work at the elementary school level. We've seen some already things done at the middle school and high school with some courses. I'll kind of explain a little bit of the elementary and middle school and let Jen talk about the high school experiences. Uh, This past year, we've been working with uh, the World of Work Framework that uh, brought in from El Cone Valley and Ed Hidalgo. And that is really giving a student some self-awareness, which connects to some of our social-emotional work as well, and allowing a kid to identify their strengths, their interests, and their values. And when we talk about values, it's what do you value in work or in your classroom, or in your groups? It really connects some of those dots to it.
0: And then the values are, like, do you like to work with somebody or do you not like to partner with somebody? Do you like to sit a, sit over to the side? or So just some really simple work values. You
2: like to be outside. Um. We're inside, and those all connect back to some careers. The interest, the kids start to look at the RIASEC themes, and those RIASEC themes are the R's for realistic, like work with your hands, uh, investigative, scientific, mathematical, research side of it, artistic, your creativities, uh, social, nurturing, helping, enterprising, selling, influencing, and then conventional, more of a structured kind of organizational style. And students get to interact with those. And what are, they, what are they interested in now? And we've talked about that, that that will change. And then the last part of that whole world of work framework at the elementary school level is students are being exposed to and starting to simulate um, six careers at each grade level that connect each one of those RISEC themes that they can connect with or weed out or just become aware of the different possibilities and career opportunities that are out there that ultimately align to all those career clusters that we talked about earlier, but just starting to get kids more aware of what's out there from some experiences that they might, they know a teacher, but they'll engage with it, but then civil engineer and some other um, STEM fields and other careers that are out there that kids may or may not be aware of that they can experience with. Then, as they experience, go into the middle school level, they can start to select some individual courses that they might be interested in to give themselves some career awareness and exposure and start to dabble into that as they start to go into the high school level.
1: And I, we've started this year working at the high school level, um, sequencing with those Risec themes, and we've done a lot of, I would say, categorizing work and trying to place, different careers, and just representing the business department, really trying to put those different business career types with Ryasek themes and then start to categorize what might be some courses in not only our department, but other departments that you would take to help you weed out or decide this is something that I might want to do. Um, besides just coursework, the we're also – Including uh, different extracurriculars that would go along with different careers, we uh, the different opportunities, internships, job shadowing, the different opportunities with business partners that would also coordinate. There's we would like to to make it an all encompassing experience, and that's what we've just started to categorize those different different RISEC themes with all those different opportunities, just in the business department, and we hope to expand upon that this year.
2: So in the business department, as Jen said, um, with those pathways that we've identified, we've given a course sequence that if a student was interested in it, these are the classes that will lead you to this, but then also leading you to some certifications and dual credit so that your experience doesn't end at 12. It Like we are giving you the building blocks to the next step of your career educational experience so that it is a true career pathway. And then we are giving you kind of the bridge to that next uh, level to kind of support you and where you're going with it. So we're kind of in the pilot year of what that'll look like and we'll hit some uh, struggles along the way. But then as Jen said, we'd like to expand that and start to connect some other courses as well as other departments in that conversation.
0: So the forecast, obviously, you know, when you talk about it, we're building a systemic approach to career awareness and exploration, uh, looking at world of work into middle school and then then the pathways into high school. So you can, can you talk a little bit about what you might see this year? Uh, What's the forecast for the 2019-2020 school year?
2: So the, as Jen mentioned, uh, the business department is going to be piloting a number of different things with the pathways that hopefully we're going to have in the course guide. But then at the same time, we've connected dual credit to those pathways, the current classes, as well as some other opportunities that are out there. And then we're going to be piloting some certifications in those classes from the Microsoft Office Suite, the Microsoft Technology Associate, which is going to be more of your... Coding HTML certifications and then the Adobe Suite uh, certifications that all align to our current course offerings without really having to make any shifts in what we're teaching. And we're going to see how that kind of goes to give uh, students that experience what that looks like. And then we are going to share this work out with the principals and um, other teachers. And then we're going to start to do this with other departments to see what opportunities they align to their current offerings and what we may want to explore moving forward.
1: The certifications is definitely something that we are trying to expand and I'm very interested to see how it goes this year too. And also just business partnerships and more opportunities outside of the classroom and outside of just coursework. So we've, we've started last year a little bit, uh, really trying to implement more internships. We do have a lot of students that do work experience and that's important also, but we're trying to implement more uh, and again, they're non-paid. They may be um, maybe five hours here, 15 hours there. But even getting into a, a business at all is is a positive experience, whether it's to weed out or to encourage further exploring in a certain career pathway.
2: And we're starting to f- formalize some of those partnerships as well. So it is an um, annual experience so that we can constantly send our kids to these experiences so they can see what's going on.
0: So our kids are getting an opportunity to leave us with way more than just their diploma. Some certifications, some credit, some of those kinds of things ready for the what
1: comes next. And much more prepared. I Just my own personal experience. I was going to be an accountant since I was, <laughs> my grandpa was an accountant and my uncle was an accountant. And I was going to be an accountant. And then I got through my junior year of college and I thought, I don't want to sit in an office And be an accountant. And so I called way too social. I called my mom (laughs) crying. And I was so we went to, you know, the the guidance counselor at the college who I'd never spoken to before. And I got into teaching and I didn't know anything about it. And I'm glad I made that choice. I really wish that I could have done a little bit more exploring or had a Riosec theme way, way before that, you know, even high school, and that probably would have helped. And I just see that as such a positive, such an advantage if we can offer that to our students.
0: And for, to help a student know who they are and what they're interested in at an early age is so powerful. I think we'll probably do a whole podcast just on the world of work because that's um, some really exciting things um, at a lower level as well. So I appreciate you explaining that, Brian, and we'll probably tap you again uh, to okay. talk more about it. Um, so I really want to thank you both for your
1: time today. Uh, do you have any final thoughts? I am just so excited to see where this goes this year. I want to thank Brian and everybody here at the district office for kind of starting off the Pathways conversation and the reorganizing and the partnerships. Uh, I just cannot see it going anywhere but up from here. And I'm really excited to see where it goes through our guidance counselors um, and that our principals can see the positive reaction from students and, and parents and students, how much easier it's going to be for them to hopefully make those post-secondary choices.
2: And I'm really just excited about the whole certification route and us giving students that experience and teachers to kind of just start to explain the why of how the economy is changing, that whole idea of upskilling. So I'm excited for it and uh, I'm excited for students and teachers start to uh, celebrate those uh, wins. So
0: well, we appreciate your thoughts and the work that you're doing um, on this. If you're listening and you have questions or want more information about the topics we talked about today, please email us at support at IPSD.org and we will connect you with someone from this team and uh, they will be able to help you. We'd like to thank and give special thanks to Janet Bulio and Clayton Urbanic for making this podcast happen. And thank you all for your time, and we hope you enjoyed being a part of the conversation.